Welcome to Harper for the Arts podcast, where the performing and creative arts meets lifestyle. The mission of this podcast is to enhance, inspire, educate, and entertain all listeners about the performing and creative arts. I'm your host, opera singer Brie Cooper. I'm an actress, author, podcast host, TV host, playwright, producer, and more. And did I mention that I also work full-time for a very prominent arts organization in the heart of Washington, D.C., where we present international artists on stages throughout the Washington, D.C. area. I'm so happy you are joining me today for this Podmas episode. I decided that I don't know enough about Kwanzaa. And I thought, you know what, this might be the perfect time to just kind of break it down step by step me learn a little bit more about my own culture, which I am so ashamed. I'm going to have to turn in my black card. I'm so ashamed. But this has been very enlightening for me. I think it's so, it's it's so wonderful. I've only been to, well, I've been to a few, but my first Wanza celebration was really like 20 years ago. And I will never forget it because it was just so beautiful. It was really sweet and wonderful and all of those things. Today's principle is kuumba, which is what we love the most, creativity. And kuumba means creativity. We always want to do as much as we can to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than how we inherited it. It definitely emphasized the importance of of continuous innovation and self-expression and the celebration of artistic excellence. And for opera singers, it Incorporating the principle of kuumba into our daily lives involves embracing creativity as a driving force in our artistic journey, which can manifest in several ways, including just exploring new repertoire, experimenting with different vocal techniques, or collaborating with other artists uh, from diverse diverse disciplines to create interdisciplinary performances that push artistic boundaries and inspire audiences. And furthermore, as arts opera singers, we can cultivate kuumba by nurturing our artistic growth and personal development through, you know, we continue to learn and reflect and continue to grow, engage in workshops and masterclasses and mentorship programs that also push the boundaries of exploration as artists and experimentation and refinement of of our craft as as artists if you're a performing artist or creative artist in my case I'm just talking about opera because I am an opera singer but we want to also embrace the growth mindset and fostering a spirit of of curiosity and innovation opera singers can unlock so many new levels of creativity and expand our artistic horizons by enriching performances with with a very authentic depth and emotional resonance. We can cultivate a legacy of creativity, excellence, and artistic innovation that, that will transcend the stage and will leave a long-lasting impact on our cultural landscape, which is which is really, really important. The thought for the day for that goes along with Kuumba creativity is by Leroy Jones from Blues People 
Negro music in white America. As we celebrate or we talk about Kwanzaa, I thought this passage was, was very powerful. How did it do this? What was so powerful and desperate in the music that guaranteed its continued existence? This is what pushed me. But as I began to get into the history of the music, I found that this was impossible without, at the same time, getting deeper into the history of the people. That it was the story of the Afro-American people as text, as tale, as story, as exposition, as narrative, or what have you, that the music was the score. The actually expressed, creative, orchestrated, vocalized, hummed, chanted, blown, scattered, corollary, confirmation of the history. And that one could go from one to the other. Actually from inside to outside or reversed and be talking about the same things. That music was explaining the history as the history was explaining the music. And that both were expressions of and reflections of people. Again, that was by Leroy Jones, 1963. And I'm also going to share with you a recipe. You guys seem to like these recipes. All right, so this recipe, again, is from the National Museum of African American History and Culture. This is molasses water, and I've never had molasses water. But it says, during the period of many of our ancestors' American enslavement, water was their only beverage. For holidays and special occasions, they improvised using only sweetener that they had, which was molasses. For this recipe, Chef Jessica Harris has taken a couple of liberties with history and added a sprig of fresh mint and a squeeze of fresh lemon. So here are the ingredients for molasses water. One quart of water, half a cup dark molasses or to taste, one quarter cup of fresh lemon juice, five sprigs of fresh mint, mint sprigs and lemon slices for garnish. Mix the water, molasses, and lemon juice together in a pitcher, stirring thoroughly to make sure that the molasses is well mixed in. For in well mixed in. Refrigerate for the last two, refrigerate for at least two hours or until well chilled. When ready to serve, bruise the mint by pressing it against the side of your serving pitcher with a bowl of a spoon. Add ice and pour the molasses water. Serve chilled in a glass, decorate it with fresh mint sprigs and thin slices of lemon for garnish. It makes one quart. Well, I hope you enjoyed that recipe. I hope you've gained a deeper appreciation for this wonderful holiday, Kwanzaa, and its significance in celebrating African heritage and values whether you're observing Kwanzaa or learning about it for the first time, let's embrace a spirit of unity, creativity, and faith in our lives and in our communities. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, stay inspired, stay musical, and stay connected.